This NFL Week Four Picks Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. What's up, everybody? You're watching SGPN. Fuck the Cowboys. Let's go, baby. Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second that money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Uh real can we should we update the nickname to Real Fire? Real on fire. Walking on fire. Holy fucking shit. Never before have I started off a season six and oh in locks. I know, Ryan. We are we are dealing with this style. I'm catching a little heat. Just Joe, sitting next to you. First AA Ron goes yard for home run 61. <laughs> I know you were watching every game. Just you were living and dying. Can't wait to see the Billy Crystal documentary on this one. Uh yeah, just huge Yankee fan growing up. Shout out to Nagels. I'm sure he was pretty pissed off after uh Aaron Judge got something positive happening for him. <laughs> Nagels uh, pointing out that you guys have to wait until Colby finished his three hours in the studio. Look, we we do apologize on Colby's behalf. Uh Fucking three hours of college football. Are you serious? Yeah, guys go hard. Mm. Uh, speaking of going hard, Ryan, before we get to all mm. the picks, Wait, the NFL week four picks against the spread, it's time for this week's winner oh. or nominee of Real Men of DGENS. SGPN presents Real Men of DGENS. Real Men of DGENS. We salute you. D Bettis. That's right. D Bettis uh, sent in a screenshot and a photo of his eight year old son holding up a nine team teaser that he has just hit. The, the expression on the young child's face, Ryan, this kid has a bright future. I mean, nine team teaser at age eight. This kid is gambling at a 11th grade level. So shout out to D Bettis and his son for really just passing on a, a great tradition, a true DGENs only in the making. So we salute you, D Bettis, the father and son combo. He's in the chat, so shout out to you. Hit up Ryan and uh get get a merch card. Hopefully, uh hit up Ryan. What yeah. what does Ryan have to do with anything? Uh yeah, hopefully the kid's asleep, but it it, it really is. It's a it's a it's like a complimentary curriculum to the mathematics, <laughs> the common core as as you will have it uh, in the schools today. Uh the teaser math when you get up to 9, I don't even know that. So yeah. shout out to the kid for knowing that. And hopefully he wins because that's the best way to get addicted to something, right? <laughs> get hooked in right away. Get him First early. time you throw the dice. All right. Are we uh I, I'm not as before you play the music. You typically make fun of me. I didn't give you any sort of preview on how I felt the slate this oh, week. Ryan was. normally says, you know, a lot of easy. Uh, Not this week. Oh, really? Uh, wow. It's, 
And Ryan, you have been you have been shit to wade through. I'll say this: as someone who's more superstitious than you, you have just been spitting in the face of the gambling gods, taunting them with your six and zero lock record. And I'm here for it. So when you when you tout, what is it called? Not being. I'm I'm a casual tout. I don't yell into the abyss that no one on the internet. I don't say it's easy. Although I have gone uh, three and zero with my money line plays. Keeping myself alive with some nice dogs. It better be easy. We've been doing this long <laughs> enough, Sean. It'd be embarrassing <laughs> if it wasn't easy. Uh, Just football guys. Over so here. Ryan, Ryan thinks it's a hard slate. All right, we got a hard slate. Oh no, it's a shitty slate. Like it's it's a lot of shitty shit to wade through. Oh. Figure out where the value is. Don't worry. I threw on my uh, goulash. Goulash. Value. Goulashes, Ryan. Value hawks incoming. Hey. Even though the slate may not be great. You know what is great? SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash win bet. Head over there. Bet a hundred dollars. Get a hundred dollar risk-free bet. They're live in so many states. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. You gotta get the uh their same game parlays going. We gave out our Thursday night uh parlay, uh same game, a parlay, win, build a bet. Did it with uh on the same episode as Brandon Jacobs, the Thursday night props and Brandon Jacobs episode. Check that episode out if you missed it, because Brandon Jacobs, tip of the cap to Brandon Jacobs, just for his true hatred of the Cowboys. Gotta respect him. And like you said, he would rather have played for the Philadelphia Eagles. Didn't work out. But you know what does work out? Win bet, baby. Sportsgamblingpockets.com slash win bet. Offer subject exchange terms and conditions at winbet.com. Listen, 21 or older and present in the state where we play through winbet is available. If you're somebody who knows a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. We're also brought to you by promoguide.us, best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. Um, one they have coming up uh, that they gave out, which I think is, I'm with them, Justin Jefferson, anytime touchdown, mm. Ryan. This is a boost. Normally it's at minus 150. Um, you know, so I guess fair odds they said would imply plus nine, uh, three, 9.3% 9. EV. Um, oh. they found a spot where you can get it for plus 100, a great boost. Um, they're recommending you get down on that. And it's, it's hard not to, not to think Justin Jefferson, anytime touchdown, he struggled in the past couple of games. I think he's due favorites have done well over in London, but again, at the very least, it's a great price. That's what's cool about promo guys. Uh, promoguy.us. They do the heavy lifting for you. They find some of the best bets, but also the best prices, making sure you are a plus EV better. Again, go to promoguy.us and check out their 100% track, transparent, proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check out promoguy.us. All right, Kramer, let's get to it. Whoo. Again, Kramer, Woo. 6 and 0 with his locks. I'm three and zero with my dogs. I'm hanging on to that. It is a good teaser week, so you can definitely expect to have a winning. And teaser. I would have hit my teaser last week if it wasn't for that goddamn lateral. Uh, <laughs> you got really, you really got boned by the Steelers doing Steeler things once again. All right, and Jimmy G running out of the end zone like a real. Uh, what do you call? It? What's a what's the worst Italian insult we can say on the air, Ron? Mm, Fanook. A Fanook. Fugazi. <laughs> there's a lot of things that could be taken the wrong way. Uh, here's the bottom line for a guy who was riding as high as possible. And I know we already recapped this, but is there a worse thing he could have done? B- I mean, bump fumble, 
spike the ball when you're or kneel the ball when you're supposed to spike it. Like Kirk so- Cousins accidentally <laughs> kneeling instead of spiking it still for me goes down as the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen a quarterback do in my Second life. Second dumbest is Dan Orlovsky bringing it to everyone's attention <laughs> that he did it before. Many people didn't even know that. Talk about a fucking uh, attention hog. Like, come on, dude. You're you're bringing attention to the fact that you once also ran out of the fucking end zone. You're supposed to be a quarterback. You're smart. You don't even know what the white lines mean. All right. You want to talk football, Sean? Let's talk football, AKA the national All football right. league. I like doing these shows at night, Ryan, the energy's <laughs> high. I'm jacked up. I'm ready to flip the table. Yeah. Got, got in some yoga before the show. Did, so you do a hot yoga class. Um, I'll share this moment. <laughs> Normally the hot yoga is a safe space, but uh, the instructor, you know, it's a, it's actually a grueling class. I know everyone, uh, you know, thinks I'm uh, fugazi for for doing it, but it's a really ass kicker. I mean, <laughs> cardio, weightlifting, pushups in 120 degree heat and humidity. Uh, Come at me, bro. But uh, at one point, the instructor said, "Okay, everyone, look in the mirror and tell yourself you're a baddie." Now, what I didn't realize was that apparent, and everyone else realized. This was a nonverbal instruction. You were supposed to just <laughs> mentally say it. So in a completely quiet room, I just look at myself in the mirror and go, "You're a baddie, Sean." Uh, got some laughs. So, oh, nice. There you go. Bro- broke up the tension. I mean, <laughs> it sounds like you were prepping to to speak to us on what the climate might be like in South Florida this week. All right, we got a Thursday night doozy. Let's go, Sean. It turns out the Miami Dolphins are three and zero. Tua, Tua is making you look like an asshole. This number opened. The two and on was right, Ryan. The sharp out there. The sharp folks out there uh, got down on two and a half or three. Yeah. Uh, it's since moved up to three and a half, as high as four in some places. Minus one eighty five on the money line for the Bengals. Dolphins plus one fifty five. Forty seven and a half is the total. It, in some ways, this feels like the ultimate, ultimate public spot. But then I realize we're just swimming in a tank of sharks. Because this is the situational. Every single like smart person that I, I consider their opinion valuable, which is a pretty short list, uh, that everyone thinks this is like a great spot. It's a it, whether it's a rest disparity thing, a Thursday night thing. Uh, uh, we're, we're seeing a Bengals team buy low. Bengals didn't really have to play in the second half of their game. I mean, ninety snaps for the Dolphins defense in the heat and humidity. Yeah. I mean, the the Bills players were going like uh, Stefan Diggs said his entire body was cramping, uh, and not to mention Tua. Tua again, whatever that back ankle thing, it, you know that he's got going on. Uh, head, you mean no, spinal. not that, not that, definitely not spinal. That. He's dealing with a spinal issue, um, and then not only him, but Jalen Waddle is dealing with the groin issue. Teron Armstead is dealing with the toe issue. Those guys are both questionable. Left they, tackle, receiver, quarterback, and they had to leave Miami early to go practice at the Cincinnati Bearcat Stadium. Uh, a bunch of kids were filming their practice and tweeting out the videos and tagging the Bengals, trying to give them inside information oh, to the point that shout out to those fans. I mean, that the yeah, Bengals have some fans. Like that's, that's real stuff. And and Cincinnati is a legit um, sports town. Uh, I just think this is just a. I know maybe it's it's turned into a little chalky, but Miami is just they are an outlier of all outliers. They're getting outgained fifty four yards per game. Eventually, that's going to catch up to you. And and kudos to them for finding out ways to to beat the Bills, to beat the Ravens. Like those are high quality wins. This is just a classic. Like, hey guys, fuck this game. You know, we'll 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 get ready for next week. We'll take the long bye. 
and Cincinnati to me at one and two is the more desperate team. Like come fourth quarter, who is getting up for that fourth quarter? The Cincinnati Bengals, your former AFC champs who are one and two backs against the wall at home or the Miami dolphins who have already exceeded expectations already put Tua in the MVP mix, mm-hmm. Mike McDaniel coach of the year. So, it, hey, September Super Bowl, Sean. It's, it's just, the Eagles and the Dolphins. Let's go. Well, it's just no more, it, no more games. It's just a perfect time for yeah. the Bengals to coast or the Dolphins to coast, and you throw in the 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 rest, the disparity, and the injuries too. Like if yeah. two was a hundred percent, then we could talk. I think, but dude, he was saying like it hurts when he turns his body. Like, come on, what are we talking it, about? Is there a move if Bridge? What's the move if Bridgewater's there? Bridgewater. I mean, that's why. Like, like, what's the spread move to? Oh, okay. I think it could get up to seven. But I mean, really. Well, let's play the game. Is Tua really worth that much more? A, a hurt Tua, especially. You know what I mean? Like, if Tua completely healthy. Like, dead serious. Is this does this line really need to move that far if Tua is not in? No, but I think if they if they need action on the Dolphins with Teddy Bridgewater, I think they got to put it up to six or seven, right? Uh, I mean, what, I doubt it. Pa- I doubt it goes past six. I would say it goes like five and a half because they have no fucking clue. Yeah, and then and then they let the 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 betting but, market take care of it. But and we could have that conversation because at seven with Teddy Bridgewater with a healthy Bridgewater, that that game's kind of interesting. But if they're gonna trot out to it, which it looks like they are, and we're getting minus three and a half, I think this is a great price. So give me the Bengals. I agree. I mean, there's no other way to play this. We've gotten cute with the road. I, I have not been good on Thursday night. I should point this out. So I'm I'm trying to avoid this one, but I did bet it immediately. Like yeah. we, uh, the the situational spot. We might have even discussed this in the uh, in the just having that that Miami. Also, my we, we, we Miami coming from a home spot too. Like everything is going from positive to negative for both teams. So and and the one angle I will say that I don't think most shops are bringing up is the fact that like yes Miami's tired as shit, but the Bengals also didn't have to go hard. Like it's, it's both of those yeah. things. Like they really and the short week and the road thing and tra- and practicing not at your own stadium. Yeah, the early travel might actually help them, but yeah, the hurricane stuff, the, that, well, that, and, and, and Teddy Br- or um, two is supposed to be getting all this treatment, but then you leave early because of the hurricane. Like I, I just don't see how it works out for them. Well, hopefully it's not as it's well, I love how they're so adamant. It wasn't his head. Feels like it kind of was. It feels like that scene I mean, in Dirty Work he, where Artie looks at Norm and asks him that question. He goes, "No, uh, yeah, we'll see what actually happens." All right, uh, we've got London football Sunday morning. Listen, guys, Sunday is going to be fucking glorious. God's eye is going to be watching F one at five a.m. We got London football at six thirty a.m. here on the West Coast, and we have the Minnesota Vikings. Only. Minnesota Vikings heading over the pond, the proverbial pond later. Then the Saints, who left straight from Charlotte, mm. going North Carolina all the way move. to London. Uh, again, we we saw it, this worked for Atlanta, staying out west last week. Uh, Saints are plus two and a half, plus one twenty on the money line, minus two and a half for the Vikings. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, minus one forty five on the money line. Forty three and a half is the total. This is tricky because, as you mentioned, um, if you take the the Jags out, uh, the favorites tend to do pretty well. They favorites say, favorites twenty one eight and one straight up and eighteen and twelve against the spread in London. Is this a prime time game? I I would I, not consider this a prime time game. I get what you mean. It's a it's an island game, but it, it's not at night. Something about well, I guess no, it's not at night. It's like afternoon over there. That's why it's. Six o'clock over here. 
I don't think this counts for overnight. Again, this to me is an injury thing. Like, you know, that back stuff takes a long time for it to heal. Imagine you have a broken back like Jameis Winston, and then you got to take an international flight. Uh, that to me is just is just crazy. Matchup wise, I, I think the Vikings offense is going to be able to move the ball. Um, even if Dalvin Cook ends up being out, Alexander Madison, it's not a massive drop off for him. I do think Justin Jefferson is due for a breakout game here against the Saints team. You know, the only thing that's kind of scary for me is the fact that the Saints are not getting much of the money and that they're 0 and 3 against the spread. But the Saints are just they're they're great at fucking this season up so far. They lead the league in turnovers with 9. In these wet sloppy fields, I think a team like the Saints are going to turn it over a bunch. Now maybe I guess the case for the Saints is Lattimore locks down Justin Jefferson. They're able to move the ball against this Vikings defense, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, I like the matchup here. This to me seems like a classic uh, Captain Kirk game. So uh, yeah, for those, if you want the specifics on why it's not a primetime game, like you said, sunsets in London at six thirty. The game, the game kicks. <laughs> I at love two, the extra leg of research. The game kicks at two thirty, so unlikely to have the sun go down on Kirk Cousins here. I will say monitor the uh, like on top of the fact that it w- honestly one of my notes is like broken like back that. long flight but like yeah the length of the injury report is quite long and then when you you factor in that for the Saints yeah sorry when you factor in like the, the big injury <laughs> for the Vikings Dalvin Cook we like Madison right yeah. we're not we're not super worried if Dalvin Cook's out so I, I, I I'm just laughing cuz I have the injury report and they say Jameis Winston torso and it's just, I don't know. Good calling it a, a Jameis Winston is torso. It, I don't know. That, that is just funny to me. Michael Thomas is still uh, banged up. Um, Wait, do you, so I see an injury report where Jameis is listed as back ankle and torso. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I have the PFF <laughs> thing up and it just says torso questionable. Maybe they don't have the, uh, now, the other stuff. I will say that I think a lot of the limited practices may be uh, just old, like vet stuff. But but even like given given the tackle, uh, Ramsey a, a day off. Like I, I would be Turn, turnover worthy plays. Jameis Winston five point one five percent. Kirk Cousins three point zero one. I think again in these London games we've seen it every time. It's it's either one special teams play or a like a a weird fumble or a uh, pick. Like it's just one turnover that ends up they end up being ugly close games. But give me the Vikings laying the two and a half. I, I honestly, when this number has been three for most of the week and I had very, very strong, like I was just thinking like, man, this really feels like the, the, the numbers, the saints are talking to me, but uh, the last thing I, the reason I brought up the injury report, I didn't get to it, but Taysom Hill being banged up to me matters because he, like he, I feel like he generates like three (laughs) to seven points a game. It is sad, but especially with the fact that Kamara hasn't been a hundred percent you know, Michael Thomas has been banged up. Olave has been getting up, getting open and making some plays, but they, they're not fully clicked. Taysom Hill gives them that spark. Yeah. Is he, is he playing? Where are we at with Taysom Hill? He's limited again. He's another, he's one of like the 12 guys on the injury report. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I think again, boring start to the show, but uh lockstep, Sean, uh, give us oh guys. If this the second we turn this game on, we're going to realize it feels like prime time and Kirk Cousins <laughs> going to have piss running down his leg. All right. <laughs> Titans head to Indy. You like that? You like that? Where Ryan. the Colts are laying three and a half. 
big question mark. Minus 190 on the money line, plus 155 for the Titans. 42 and a half is the total. All right, I told you this was a tough week. Yeah. For the most part. This is the easiest game on the fucking board. Uh, I mean, are you kidding me I, right I now? I know. I know I had to eat crow going up against the close your eyes special, and it, it unfolded as you would expect a close your eyes special where Kansas City did everything exactly wrong. I mean, we they did you see the whole like um the the uh the pass rusher that got in Matt Ryan's face and then that's what extended Chris the Jones. drive, Chris Jones, and they the ref won't repeat what he said. He got he got they got a personal foul because of something he said. It, it was just like What do you call Matt Ryan? Is there a chance he called him a private school pussy and the ref was offended by the terminology? I, I don't like what do you have to say? Because normally if it's if it's so horrific for it to warrant a flag, it has to be some Matt, I mean, sort of like crazy slur or yeah. something that's like clearly Matt Ryan out of used the racial slur. <laughs> but, but the penalty wasn't on Matt Ryan. If Matt Ryan was a pass rusher and it was a black quarterback and they didn't want to repeat it, I you know, you might be able to guess what it would be. But now it's like, what do you say to Matt Ryan that crosses the line so crazily? I have no idea. All I know is just watching that entire game, I kept thinking, can't wait to fade the Colts next week. Can't wait to fade perhaps, the Colts next week. Perhaps he was just making a joke uh, about the Robbie Anderson situation where he wanted to <laughs> like skull fuck the cop's face. Maybe he said that to Matt Ryan about his wife. Yeah, I, I it would know. have to be something of that nature. And then and then you start looking at the um you know, at the matchups, like I, I don't know, man. Jonathan Taylor just popped up on the injury report dealing with a toe issue. Uh, it does look like Shaq Leonard's coming back. Um, so maybe that's uh, obviously that helps the Colts a little bit. Um, Titans have covered three in a row against the Colts. I, I just like the Colts are just so, so fraudulent. I know the Titans aren't great, but man, I, I think the better coach at this point, I think, I think Frank Reich is kind of getting exposed. Um, Vrabel again, I think is he's competent in spots where no one believes in him. You know what I mean? Uh, when they get super chalky in their favorite, that's where things get uh, squirrely for them. But I think they're going to, I think this Titans defense is really, I mean, the, the chiefs had a ton of opportunities. I know, you know, Ryan Tannehill is obviously no Patrick Mahomes, but it feels oh. like they're going to be able to move the ball on this, on this Colts defense. Well, I have some nuggets too. Cause if you look at Tan Tannehill has actually performed pretty well against the Colts. He had six TDs last year against the Colts in two games. The road team has won this game outright in this matchup the last six games. Like, that's insane. Uh, but mostly, this is really just about the close your eyes special came home. It was gross. Matt Ryan looks like a rag doll. Just watch a compilation of him getting tackled. It, it, it looks unsafe. I like this is the part of the game where, as a youth sports coach, I want to be like, all right. Like it's not worth having you out here, right? Like it's like <laughs> you have a future to think about. Like if I was Brandon Staley last week, I would have said the same thing about Justin Herbert when they're when you're losing by 28 points in the fourth quarter. But no, these fucking NFL coaches. But yeah, Matt Ryan, we were the only place that I heard like stomping our feet about how washed Matt Ryan is. Seems like everyone else. Uh, it reminds me. It reminds me of the early signs of Peyton Manning. Like. Oh, there towards the end there it was very very obvious he was completely washed, completely cooked. But we're I feel like we're almost there. I mean, that, look at just that film in that Jacksonville yeah. game, and even lo look at that Chiefs game. Like at no point did he really look good. Again, you know, third and like fifteen, they would have had to punt, and then they get completely get bailed out with that pass interference or that uh, unsportsmanlike taunting call. If that doesn't happen and they don't win the game, the spread is like. Col uh, Titans minus one, right? 
or I at think least people are still sitting on what the preseason projection looked like. Sure, uh, Darius, aka Shaq Leonard, might be back. Uh, Buckner, probably not. It just it seems like it's a it's a tough it's a tough go for for this Colts team. And to your to your earlier point, like wow, rotating all these old ass busted quarterbacks just is not working. I I I I think you know mentioned it early on, but the Vrabel dog angle too is strong, yeah. right? Three points or more, seventeen and eight straight up dog. in those games. So oh, straight up, straight yeah, up. I knew Forget he was the good. AT- ATS, the ATS record's eighteen and seven, but he's seventeen and eight in those games. So basically, uh, the spread is dead when Vrabel's a three point dog or bigger. Well, and and uh, that reminds me, like overall, we always preach. The spread is dead uh, in general. Forty-seven games so far in the NFL. Forty-one times the favorite covered the spread or the dog won outright. Only six games so far where the spread has actually mattered. Well, you can Two make that those, forty-eight because the Giants game, which was excluded. Oh, you're right. So yeah, forty-eight. Um, so and 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 six of those Exclude times. the Lions. <laughs> six of those times. Two of the Lions. So the Lions. Dan Campbell continues the streak of. Uh, and not winning and covering. They're really hilarious team. If you, yeah, if you take the lines out of that stat, it's pretty hilarious. All right. The spread really and, is and, dead, and, and, and dogs in general are good straight up 27, 18 and two so far this season away dogs, 14, nine and one straight up like home field has just not been great so far. And I think most people, the hardcore people who do power rankings, you know, the default was like three points uh, for home field. I think it's like a lot of like the the spread people one are like one and a half to two, depending on the environment. It, which is it's wild. It's the AAU future, Sean. No one roots for teams; they just root for players. Chicago heading to New York, Sean. One of these teams will be three and one next week. The, <laughs> this is the, hilarious. The Giants coming off an ugly Monday night game. They're laying three and a half, Sean. Minus seven, one seventy, plus one forty for the Bears. Thirty nine and a half is the total. Boy. I probably should be saying the same thing about the Giants I just said about the Colts. Yep. But this Bears team is really bad. This Bears team is really bad. Here's here's the difference I think. The the Bears are not in loser denial. The Bears know. And again, I was super high on Justin Fields. Um it, it uh, just has my, been a complete bad, yeah. complete disaster so far. <laughs> um they're not put they're not even trying to let no. him throw the ball. I mean, it is comical. The the restrictions they put on him, and you're like, why are they doing that? Uh, per PFF, he's had a nine percent turnover worthy play rate so far. The next closest player is five point nine, uh, which is insane. He has six turnover worthy plays in three games on forty five pass attempts. Every player ahead of him has hundred fifteen or more pass attempts. That's impressive. <laughs> Two hundred ninety seven passing yards for Justin Fields. Um, lowest through the first three weeks since the merger. You always know it's a good stat when they say since the merger. Um, merger happened a while ago. Most kids don't even know there was a merger. Here's what I would say: Daniel Jones is a favorite, three and six against the spread. And I'm going to I'm going to be using this nugget so far. Teams looking ahead towards the London game. Uh, I think since they started tracking, 41 percent the the cover. So. Uh, so far, zero and two straight up, and zero and two against uh, the spread. When you're the Bears and the Giants, you're not looking ahead. <laughs> no, but the the Panthers and the Saints again were those were those first two teams looking ahead. Zero and two straight up, zero and two against the spread. I just think the Vikings and Saints, but yeah, Vikings and yeah. Saints. Sorry, um, oh, maybe I messed that up. Either no, no, you had everything but the team names. You got it. Okay, so zero and two against the spread. I guess Vikings uh, did win, but they didn't cover. Uh, I just think the Bears have an identity. They create turnovers 
which I think the the Giants struggle to do. And this is just going to be an ugly game where no one wants to throw the ball. And I'm going with the Bears, who have a better rush defense, and they're getting three and a half points. Giants are 28th in the league in rush defense. Um, Bears are third in pressure rate, and we saw what happens. You know, you can you can say it's not Daniel Jones's fault. I still think some of those plays he has to he has to see the blitz coming um, on some of those. Uh, but oh, hold on, hold on. Regard- I'm not going to let you. Sleep. He played well. Like go look at anyone who grades. Qu- he played well last week. Uh, in spite of the line being complete shit, like had had he been worse, he would have taken ten sacks. He would like we would have been talking like we things that we say about Joe Burrow, right? Uh, I I do I, I here's my here's the reason I think you're wrong, because I think the way that what, what me self scouting the way that you take down a Wink Martindale defense is quick passing. It takes yeah. all the bullshit out of it. The Cowboys pulled off a fucking mirror. Maybe Cooper rush. Like that ball was getting out of his hands. Quick, 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 quick. Justin Fields. Nothing gets out of hands. His hands quick. That's and true. But they don't let him, they don't let him pass a bunch and, you're, and you're, they're going to, they're going to let him run the ball. I think Khalil Herbert is going to have a big day against this giants rush defense. The giants have played three teams. Yeah. One of them showed up with a, a good offensive game plan. The other two didn't the two that didn't lost the game. All right, that's the bottom line. Now they I, I think cover, this is going to be like a 16, 13 game. Like no, the- I, I have to lay it. I can't my Justin field. This is the culmination of me <laughs> telling you Justin field. What did I say? What was my scouting report on Justin? Not field? good on the white. Some board. teams, AKA most teams are saying they're worried about his processing ability. And what have we learned? The fucking guy can't process. Can I get a win for that? Please. Can I be right about something? Twenty one points, 19, 16. I just don't think you can lay uh, three and is, a half with their offensive line. We're not, we're not putting this on the card, but <laughs> I am not taking the bears on the road. You you'll say this about other teams going forward. Oh, I can't take this team on the road. You can't bet Justin Fields on the road, only getting three and a half points. Need a touchdown or more. That's fair. But I mean, a lot of those same things apply to Daniel Jones. Ah. Justin Fields would have done far worse last week against that Cowboys pass rush. <laughs> I, it's, it's an objective. I, I mean, it's an objective. I, I I get Giants fans holding on to that, but no, it's it's not. It's I want you know what you didn't watch the tape. I watched the tape. I watched the tape. I watched him what not would, see that. What would you have Daniel Jones do much better than get rid of the ball quicker? His okay. his his. To who? That's how I know you're not watching the film because you're not seeing the receivers downfield covered. No, you throw guys open if you're a good quarterback. Okay. I, I mean. Is he an average quarterback? Sean, they let Maybe. up the most pressures in the history of the NFL in right. a single game. But you're, some of that, some of that is on the, some of that is on the quarterback. Okay. Carson Wentz took nine sacks. Is that all on the Commanders offensive line? No, but line? Carson Wentz ran in. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, look at the grades on Daniel Jones. He was not running into sacks. He was doing a good. Like, as uh, as much as I haven't, he didn't play well in the first couple of games. Uh, he played better in the third game. Okay. That that's what I would say. Uh, and I think you're just you didn't watch the tape, so it's fine. I you, did. I, it's fine. We I, I watched. I, I watched I, a lot of tape, right? You didn't see. The, you didn't watch I, the he, tape. Uh, I'll tell you who didn't watch tape. Daniel Jones when it comes to cornerback blitzes, because he that that cornerback. Oh, you're you're blitz, picking out one play. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. He or seen the, the other. There. Or the other play. Uh, you know, two minute drill for the game. You throw a pick. All right. Uh, that to me is not a good game. If you're throwing an interception now, in a I'll must win chat, situation, I'll let the chat answer the question here. But obviously, you didn't see the receiver fall down. It would have been a, a, a first down out route, out of bounds. Receiver fell down. Okay. Buffalo. Well, these are facts. I'm objective. You're subjective. Buffalo heads the Baltimore. <laughs> so are they getting? Are they getting any of the receivers back this week? Uh, we'll see. 
Tony's a question mark. <laughs> Buffalo, young Joker uh, uh, heads the yeah. Well, you know he's working on a, working on another uh, s- some <laughs> some new lyrics. Buffalo heads the Baltimore. Uh, Buffalo on the back to back road spot, which has actually been pretty good this year, Sean. Mm. Uh, you wouldn't believe it, but teams on the back to back road spot four and two ATS four and two straight up. Uh, four games apply this week. This is the first. Uh, Buffalo uh, coming to town after that hot, hot Miami game. Where, as you mentioned, what were the offensive players doing? Uh, I mean, they were cramping, cramping up. They were ninety, so Buffalo, ninety offensive plays. Buffalo minus three, minus one sixty-five on the money line. Baltimore plus one thirty-five. Fifty-one is the total. Lamar has looked fucking good. Lamar MVP plus two thousand, looking pretty strong. Yeah, uh, and it's quiet because you got some other guys like Tua and Jalen Hurts, September Super Bowl uh, candidates, doing well. So Lamar kind of. Uh, he's not the favorite yet in the MVP category. That's all I'll say. Uh, meanwhile, I know that we like to talk about how the heat affected the defense for Miami and why we're fading them on Thursday night. I don't think we're making enough about that same point for Buffalo's offense. I think this is a, a, a absolute uh, smash spot for Baltimore. I grabbed it early in the week at three and the five, three, three and a half because I'm smart. For, did you give it out to your clients? No, at least? no, I don't have any clients. The Kramer gang. Uh, Look, this this was just the Sunday night. Let me just go. This is wrong. And so Baltimore still at plus three. I'm 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 on Baltimore. There's no way I'm not going to be on Baltimore here. And for the Bills fans who keep coming at me, I'm pick I picked against them all four weeks now. I will I will have gone against the Bills four straight weeks. I'm one and two ATS. So shut the fuck up. Stop acting like <laughs> I'm wrong. The, this is the Bills. The Bills bandwagon. Come on. There's too much weight on the wagon. The wheels are going to fall off. I like this team. I like what this team is going to be. But the ever, why are we suggesting the defense is just they're better because Lamar is making the passes now. Lamar is dialing up those passes down the field, and so if the secondary, if the pass rush well, can't get uh, home, I, the secondary is going to have some problems. In that Miami game, to me, it was a very easy play because of how banged up um, the Bills' defense was. You know, Micah Hyde is still out, but then you got a lot of guys. This is why it's kind of tough. Um, you know, Ed Oliver, uh, you know, Jalen Phillips. Justin Poyer, they're all questionable. So these are all guys that might play. No, they're out. Really? Because they were practicing out. today. Poyer's out. Poyer's out. I'm pretty sure Poyer's not going to play. Okay, because I thought he was. They said he was limited in practice today. Yeah. I mean, limited is a is a funny term. <laughs> I'm just saying. Jo- Jordan I'll, Poyer limited in practice. I the let's see. Uh, I, let me pull up my injury report notes. The only uh, guy that I think now, now Phillips isn't practicing, so I would s- probably say he's not. It um, sounds like Ed Oliver yeah. uh, has a chance. It sounds Poyer is trending in the wrong direction. Uh, Dane Jackson has a better chance than Poyer based on the notes I have, and it seems like Gabe Davis is going to be fine. But there's a lot of DMPs in there as well. Yeah, and so. Like you, we we talked about it with the Saints. Like sometimes you can just physically see the length of an injury report and be like, hmm. And then you're saying, Sean, back to back road spot. Like they got a, there's extra movement there. They're coming off a game where everyone was cramping. And I, again, it's so easy to use that case for the defense, but it affects the offense too. No, the offense did run 90 plays. And again, like so, the, could they be a little sluggish? Could could they? You know, they could, could be. And and this is a this is a good nugget I found. Teams coming off a road game in Miami are 57. <laughs> 79 and four against the spread. So 42%, you know, we always talk about, shit. well, it's hot as shit. Uh, you know, you might be doing a little uh, decaf or uh, fully caffeinated nose beers down there. They don't sell decaf <laughs> nose beers in Miami, bro. They only have full calf. Um, oh, speaking of which uh, we, uh, 
random uh, interact. I'm completely derailing the breakdown, but random interaction. It's related though, because. Uh, Buffalo, of course, Ken Dorsey throws the tantrum, right? Yeah. I later that day I see oh, yeah. uh, Billy Cor, the director of Cocaine Cowboys and the U. For those who have seen the Thirty for Thirty, both the U and the, the part two, I he he he's not being allowed to show his movie at uh, the U- University of Miami, and so I quote tweet it with the Ken Dorsey thing, like, "Oh, fellow Miami alum uh, feels the same way. He he liked it." <laughs> He liked my humor about Ken Dorsey, that private school pussy, even though he was also a private school pussy. Yeah, I, I think that's that's the angle we haven't gotten to yet, Sean. The coaching, the Brian Dable effect is starting to be felt by this <laughs> Buffalo Bills team. Well, you know, uh, how I do was, you bounce back from a tantrum? I, I like was that? listening um, to some uh, some guys talk analytics on it, and, and apparently, what it is is it's this weird thing where they're not being as aggressive on early downs. They're taking their shots on third down. So they have a bunch of these long drives. They are getting some of the big plays, but um, here's what I'm scared about. Josh Allen off a loss five, one and one against the spread last seven games off a loss, Um, you know, and, and, and maybe the bills defense, which I think the bills defense is really good. Um, Baltimore has done well against Buffalo at home, five and zero straight up last home games. To me, the kind of the deciding factor because I really was going back and forth on this is the Ravens are getting Ronnie Stanley back. So Von Miller, you know, being able to slow down Von Miller, who leads the league in uh, pass rush rate, which is which is a huge thing going up against Lamar. If you could, you can completely unleash uh, Von Miller against a backup tackle. I'm pretty worried, but the fact that they're getting Ronnie Stanley back by all accounts. Uh, I'm with you. Let's let's go. Rams. Did you see the Lamar accepting the Nickelodeon award? I, I saw. I didn't. It was there a video? Yeah. Okay. I, I missed the video. I saw uh, the, the. It's in my feed at Kramer said. Hey, look, I'm not. I'm not fading that. I, he's quietly putting up oh, ridiculous God. numbers, and I feel like we're not even really discussing it. Well, and to that point, he's on our. He's he is our quarterback for our ETH fantasy league, and team on his back. He has uh he's put up the most fantasy points for a quarterback in the first three weeks of all time in fantasy yeah. football. And I wasn't even really aware of it. I knew like That's what I mean. I knew I go, he's looking good. I didn't I hadn't really wrapped my head around the historic implications of his uh of how well he was doing. Well, and, and here's where you 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 compound it. You say, Well, shit, he threw for how many touchdowns? I mean, that's the thing, he's doing it yeah. with his arm. He's getting paid this year, maybe by the New York Football Giants. We'll <laughs> this is part of the reason why Ryan's so high on him. Hey, hey, I have an MVP ticket, Sean. No, we were high I, on him preseason. Relax. I, I'm still high on him. Uh, hey, you know what else I'm high on? No house advantage, DGENs. You guys gotta uh, sign up for this thing. It is really cool. It, it's like playing one of those big DFS tournaments, except instead of just picking the players, you can pl- pick over under uh, all their player props. They have a really big list. So again, if you're in a state where you can't get down on player props, this is a fun way to get involved. Uh, they got t- contests where you can win two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I know on our prop show we're going to be giving out uh, some of our favorite no house advantage plays, so stay tuned for that. Uh, and if you don't want to do the big like prop contest uh, tournament style, you can just go straight up against the house. And again, if you go five and zero, oh, you can win twenty x. You don't have to do five, but uh, up to five player props. They got you covered. NBA as well. NBA is coming back. PGA. NFL, they got it all. Just go to nohouseadvantage.com, promo code SGPN, get a first deposit match up to $25. Nohouseadvantage.com, promo code SGPN for that first deposit match up to $25. May Encanta Football Americano. I love American football. 
And I also love Babel, man. Babel is great. I go down to Costa Rica a bunch. Really love that country. And it, it really is an awesome experience to be able to talk to people in their native language. You 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 know, you come down there, you don't want to be that American just I mean, I do wear my American flag t-shirt on in there just because hey, America's pretty cool. But uh, you know, you wanna you wanna interact with some locals, you wanna not get ripped off at a restaurant or whatever it is. Maybe you want to impress a lady who speaks German or probably not German, but maybe French, maybe Italian. Hmm. There's, there's a lot of hot Italian chicks. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao, Bella. <laughs> Imagine how cool that would sound and sophisticated while you drink your espresso and eat pizza. Everyone says the pizza in Italy is bad. It's actually uh, pretty awesome. Either way, Babbel makes learning a language fun and easy. All you got to do is go to babbel.com slash SGP, get 55% off your subscription. Are you kidding me? Uh, babble.com slash SGP up to 55% off your subscription. Babble language for life. Last but not least odds trader. I love odds trader, especially if you're going to get into live betting. It's nice to just have a site that has all the live lines right there, right in front of you. Uh, they also have a bet tracker, live scores, uh, play by play updates, player stats, game day stats, projected game day weather. They really have it all. It's it's it truly is a one stop shop. Every day, where I'm a certain handicap, I, I kick it off by going to oddstrader.com/slash/bluewire. O d d s trader.com slash blue wire odds trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right. <clears throat> but what five games down a lot more to go. This would be a close your eyes special Sean, because the Los mm. Angeles chargers, should we call them the Los Angeles chargers of Anaheim? Just to <laughs> nag them a little bit. They underperformed the spread by a million uh, to the Jacksonville Jaguars who are God number two in DVOA. That's crazy. Chargers heading to Houston now. Minus five on the road, minus two forty on the money line, one ninety five for the Texans. Forty four is the total. Is there a, is there a player on this team that wasn't that that was projected to be like really good that hasn't gotten hurt? D- dude, I, Mike I Williams, mean, be careful. Derwin James, <laughs> like sleep on your back. Yeah, it's 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 just it's a tradition unlike any other. The Chargers amassing good high quality talent and then just completely. Through poor luck, injury, like I mean, or like, continuing to hire the guy who stabbed Tyra. How Maybe that's the, why. How does their team doctor still have a job? So many. Well, the people- last guy was pro football doc. <laughs> so if you want to have some fun, look into that guy's checkered past. <laughs> uh, they've they've definitely been running some uh, malpractice. Uh, maybe they're just shipping uh, opiates. It's a cover for for a uh, pain I, management I, clinic. I mean, again, like I test Herbert's not a hundred percent. They're they're playing throats. So I don't think he's going to be a hundred percent for this game. I think we've seen the Texans defense be pretty solid. Is it dominant? No, but I think again, the Texans have an identity. Their identity is they can stick around in <laughs> Their games. Identity is a white beard on Lovey Smith. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a, kind of like a Santa Claus vibe. If he was a defensive coordinator turned head coach, um, you know, you got Damian Pierce, who's been super fun and I think they can just ugly up a bunch of games. They just don't, str- they're not a good team, Ryan. And Davis Mills, when you need a third and long, he's not going to hit it. Yeah. But they they just don't strike me as a team that gets blown out. Like the defense is too good. Their offense gives you no opportunities because they'll get a couple first downs and then they'll punt. Like they play this ugly field possession style game. I mean that that Bears game was a great example of it. Like they they just hung around. They stuck around that entire game. Davis Mills made one really bad mistake. They would have covered if he got it early in the week or a push, 
at three. But again, like I just don't think they're going to get blown out, especially at home, especially against the Chargers team. That I, I just don't think this Chargers team warrants being a road favorite. Uh, Herbert is six and ten against the spread as a favorite of minus three or more. Rashawn Slater out. Yes, I like the I like the pass. Joey Bosa out. But but specifically, you have a quarterback with fucked up ribs. Your all world left tackles out. Your yes, center center probably probably out. out. Do you even put him out there? Yeah. Is there a chance? I mean, they they put him out there for last week's game, and they had him out there in the fourth quarter when they were down twenty eight points, and the game was clearly out of hand. And you look at the Chargers, like why did they why did they lose that game against the Jacks? Because they couldn't stop James Robinson. Um, I think Damian Pierce is as explosive as James Robinson. That's a hot take. No, I mean, I, look, I, I like the angle. Obviously, I'm taking the points here, but <laughs> I don't think this is a money line play. Cause I do think, you know, and again, the chargers, they're the chargers. Like remember, remember that game against the chiefs where they were about to score a touchdown and, you know, really take control of the game. And then uh, you know, what was it? The tight end. I'm blanking on his name. Everett Everett, just kind of like dogs it going out on the route. And then it turns into a pick six going the other way. That's just the chargers. There's going to be a bad defensive play that probably isn't Herbert's fault, but maybe he should get some blame. I just think this defense completely changes when Bosa's Bosa's gone. Lynn's, it sounds it sounds like J.C. Jackson reaggravated something. Yeah, he's not going to play, and you know, Cleo Mack is good when he's playing against opposite of Joey Bosa. No Joey Bosa, all of a sudden you can slide protection to Cleo Mack, and you're going to be all right. And it sounds like even Keenan Allen uh, may not play. Like there's still uncertainty. Yeah, there. he's he's trending towards coming back, but again, you're going in that Texas heat, and uh, it, it's still pretty hot down Ooh, in Texas. Yeah, humidity. That's not good for a hamstring. And shout out to well, Darius. We got the dry heat out here. Yeah. You know, I can't deal with that humidity. They do have humidity down there. You ever try and drink a beer in Texas? Thing is like sweating like a nun in a cucumber patch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic Don't dad trip. joke. Don't trip. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah Darius Knox in the YouTube chat pointing out. Uh, Chargers gonna ruin a bunch of teaser legs and money line parlays. One hundred percent. Not getting anywhere near this one. Yes, sir. Look, the close your eyes special makes me see the value in the Chargers because this was seven. Yeah. On the look ahead, but it, come on, there's better opportunities for. Like I said, Sean, there's a lot of shit you got to wade through to find the value this week. Value see, hawks engage. Well, I, we might be value snakes this week, so they're slithering through the the the, the marsh of <laughs> shit. Seattle heads to Detroit, where the Lions are laying four and a half. This was as high as six, minus two twenty on the money line. Seahawks plus one eighty. Forty eight is the total. Jesus, Dan Campbell's not supposed to be a favorite. He covers the spread when he's a dog, but he doesn't win. Dog. When you're the favorite, you got to win to cover the spread. I don't, not sure he'll be able to comprehend that. Well, you know, and I'm on Ra St. Brown didn't uh, practice, so stay tuned. Maybe I'll have oh. to swap him out of my DFS lineup. It's another long injury report, too. Yeah, I I do think I'm with you, Kramer. I I think I'm on Ra as a gamer. Um, I imagine oh. he'll suit up. But Again, I guess his, we'll have to see. No way, his dad's gonna let him not suit up, right? The problem is like who is you pussy son? <laughs> what do you want to play in the NBA? I, I mean this the Seattle defense isn't good. Their offense isn't good on the road. Maybe the Lions make the mistake of blitzing. Um, you know, uh, Geno Smith, who's actually turns out kind of decent against mm. the blitz. If you looked at his PFF grade, he's actually like noticeably better than Jared Goff. <laughs> 
which is pretty hilarious. But Goff sucks on the road. He's good at home. Like it's it's a pretty stark contrast between how he looks on the road and how he looks at home. Um, and I think I like Aiden Hutchinson against the Seattle offensive line. I think they're going to be able to get some some damage done. And I I just can't imagine Seattle's offense putting up many points on the road, even though Detroit's defense is porous. And Detroit is six and zero against the spread in their last six games. How long can they keep that up? But how many of those games were they favored? Yeah, that's also true. Uh, one, because they had that one game against the Commanders where they were favored. Although maybe that closes a pick. I don't know. But um, their uh, Lions are putting up thirty-one-seven uh, points per game. It looks like DeAndre Swift probably not going to go now. Although I feel pretty good with Jamal Williams in there. Pete Carroll has scheme. All right, so. Jared Goff has faced the Seahawks nine times in his career. Yeah. Only three of those games, only three of those games. And one was in his rookie season when he was barely throwing the ball only in two of the, two of those games, not counting his rookie season. Did he not throw an interception? I I don't want to give Pete Carroll all the credit, but it seems like he knows how to get after Jared Goff when he's in a much better situation playing for the Rams. So, you know, there's some familiarity here. And I, I think on one hand you could say, well, Jared Goff is five and four against the Seahawks with Russell Wilson in his career. The other side, of, including dominating him, only losing once at home to this Seahawks team again on the Rams. But uh, I, I do think the more relevant thing is that Pete Carroll is still the coach and the defense, and they will know a way to scheme up ways to get Jared Goff confused. You compound that with the injury report. I hate that I'm not getting plus six. But I can't lay the points with Detroit. Can't do it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I still think the, the Rashad Seahawks, Penny has a game. The Seahawks secondary is pretty banged up as well. No, I look. There's there's a lot of. Po- I think you the the Lions injury report had ten people on it today. Yeah, ten, or sorry, ten people missed practice today. Yeah, no, I mean it, it certainly is a concern. I'm not taking, you know, you this mentioned is, teams you're like going to avoid game. taking on the road. <laughs> feels like the last game. I'm I'm not taking Seattle on the road. It's fair. Pete Carroll though, we fired up. Yeah, I, I get it, but I, I just don't see anything. When Pete Carroll is cheering because his defense I mean, is I, fucking I, up, Jared. I, Goff at the end with, of the day, I think Detroit's offensive line is actually a pretty good unit, and I, and I think having a good offensive line against a Pete Carroll uh, defense—that's how you win. Jets head to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh coming off Thursday night football. Steelers are laying three here, minus one seventy on the money line. Jets plus one forty. Forty-one is the total. Zach Wilson is back, confirmed. They have some fun toys for him, but it's his first game back. And he's been horrible on the road. One and six straight up, three touchdowns, five interceptions. Um, I, I know no one wants to back the Steelers right now. But you know, you could have you could maybe talk me into the Jets if someone competent like Joe Flacco. Although Flacco's been bad, he's but pretty he, bad too. He's he's competent. You want to talk about injury report. Jets offensive line is is really banged up. I think the best unit on the field will be the Steelers defense, even without Minka's back from the TJ concussion Watt, protocol. Um, oh, that's a good question. I assumed he no, no, was. No, he is. I'm, okay. tell, I'm oh, telling okay. you, yeah, he's, yeah. Bad. he's cleared. Uh, New York again, one and seven straight up in their last eight games as an underdog. That one win, of course, was against Cleveland. A historic, historic game. Um, and Pittsburgh, you know, the, again, maybe I'm falling into the trap of uh, you this know taking them. 
you know, you think what you think the line's too low. It's just like Tomlin versus the Jets. I understand home field is yeah. at three points, but maybe in Pittsburgh against Zach Wilson, it is three points. Well, and I and I think um, how do the Steelers get some points? I actually think Fryermuth um, could be having a, a nice game because you know Sauce Gardner may be able to slow down some of the outside receivers, and he's certainly good. Um, but I think Fryermuth over the middle, the Jets have some weakness. Uh, I think Njoku had a pretty good game against them. Um, uh, Steelers have yet to win a game in regulation. Their only win, of course, was that crazy, that oh, crazy man. Bengals game. But you know, the only win for the Jets was that Browns game as well. Brissett uh, was twenty-two of twenty-seven for two hundred twenty-nine yards against this team. I think Mitch could do something. I, 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 I do think there's going to be opportunity here. Why? My only question is like, why are they not letting Mitch use his legs a little bit more? Because the offensive coordinator is an idiot. Yeah, I, I think he. Um, Canada. Matt Canada is really holding them back. Like, let him, you know, do some read option stuff. Get some boot action with Fryer moves. Like, open this up a little bit. I mean, the this whole was, reason people thought uh, Mitch Trubisky was going to be an upgrade from Ben Roethlisberger is because they assumed they were going to use Mitch's ability. Again, he's not Michael Vick for Christ's sake, but he has the ability to run around a little bit. I I don't understand not using it. They're coming off a mini buy. That's also true. And maybe they're going to have some new wrinkles. Tomlin, decent head coach with extra time to prepare. Love it. And and it's jets on the road. Like who are we kidding? It's really uh, last thing. The Steelers are winless without TJ Watt. Put that out there. Six games he's missed. They've lost all (laughs) six of them, but I will go back to that. Well, and take the Steelers Uh, next up. Just making sure I didn't miss any nuggets. All right. Next up Jacksonville heads to Philly. Where the Eagles are laying six and a half, minus two ninety on the money line. Jacksonville plus two thirty. Begging you to lay the points with the Eagles here. Forty seven is the total. I mean, September Super Bowl contender slash winner. Only laying this number's come down off the look ahead. Yeah, because everyone, no one actually watched that Jags game against the Chargers. No one actually watched that game, uh, the Jags game against the Colts at home, and they think like, oh, Jags, man, they're they're a machine. Um, this Jags team, they're certainly better than they were last year. They're certainly better than I initially thought. Um, the Jags lost 18 road games in a row. Are they really going to win back to back games? Well, you know, the roulette wheel is a, is a feisty bitch, but you, you watch what that Jags team did against the chargers defense. I just don't think they're going to be able to do that on the road against Philly. Now this is a crazy road trip. You start out in Florida, you, you go out to Los Angeles, then all the way back to Philly while dealing with the hurricane at home. Um, This to me is, is crazy. Uh, The Eagles defense is a huge reason why you should be on the Eagles here. I mean, they have, you know, if you look at any sort of rankings, obviously like one of the best cornerback group in the league, um, you know, all three of them are top 10, according to PFF. I mean, Bradbury, uh, Darius slay, like they're going to be able to slow down uh, Christian Kirk. And you know, as long who, as the, who handles the slot, Avante Maddox, who's that, very good. He's like, that's who Kirk will be that Kirk. That's yeah, Avante that, Maddox can handle Christian Kirk. Ooh, 100%. You heard it here first. You know, 100%. What? 100%. I mean, he'll have like 60 yards. He's not going to, he's not going to win the game for them. You know, the Jags defense, what they're good at is stopping the run, but now, and probably would have been a, a sneaky team to play the Eagles last year because they could have loaded up the box and they could have slowed down their run game. I mean, Jags are holding the opponents to 55 rushing yards per game. 
Um, they could have really done some damage, I think, to this Eagles offense. But now you watch that Washington game. The Eagles, this is the first win the Eagles had since the double doing playoff game where they won without rushing for more than 75 yards. This team now has opened up the passing game. You have Devonta Smith going deep. You have Quez Watkins going deep. You have AJ Brown going deep. You listen to the diehard Eagles podcast. I was all over Quez Watkins. I think he is going to be able to get behind the Jags secondary in the same way that Jahan Dotson did. How did the commanders beat the Jacksonville Jaguars? A, they were at home and B, they were able to get some deep shots. Yeah. Even Carson Wentz even turned the ball over. He had two picks and they still got that win all over the uh, all over the Eagles here. The Eagles have more first half touchdowns nine than the giants, bucks, saints, Colts, Cardinals, Broncos, Patriots, and commanders combined. This team is a unit right now. So by high, um, no, I, I think they haven't even played a complete game. Like they haven't scored in back-to-back second halves. Cause they, they've kind of taken their foot off the gas mm. and maybe this Jags team can push them. But I like th- I like the Philly atmosphere, the Philly defense, and the pass rush to go up against Goldilocks. You're not at Sunday. all worried about the Doug, the ghost of Doug P coming back to town after he was wrongly terminated. And no, and Doug P likes Philadelphia. He's gonna people will cheer Doug P when he returns. It's amicable. It's nothing personal, Doug P. We're just gonna kick your fucking ass come Sunday. How many teams, per the Football Outsiders, have a top five offense and defense by DVOA? Uh, one, the Jags. The Jags. Yeah. Well, uh, again, the Eagles. You look at the season-long stuff. The Eagles' defense didn't look great on the road in Detroit, but they're not on the road in Detroit. They cleaned up a lot of that, and they're at home yeah. against the Jags. Uh, this is a ba- I mean, this is a crazy spot. road trip for the Jags. Yeah. No, I, I agree, but I I think you're underselling the Doug. The, this team is playing for Doug P. They like Doug P. Yeah. He's got them going in the right direction. Outside of the fact that they're coming off back-to-back uh, 24 or more point wins, which is something the Jags, as a franchise, I don't think have ever done. No, I think the Jags <laughs> uh, are. Other than that historic spot, I like the idea that the team knows that this game is going to mean something for their coach. I, I, I mean, and unless the, the the Eagles' defense is that they're such a good unit that they can just completely wreck this. Yeah. And that's the case. That's the way I'm wrong. Cause I, I don't think it's the Eagles offense running away with it in this one. Oh, I think they're, they're going to be able to get some deep balls. Jalen hurts is about to show you why he's rare breed, right? Why he's untamed. Why he's putting up. A, I mean, you, you saw the Batman capes, right? This it, the I other, mean, it's dog mask, but you can breathe with the Batman mask. I ordered my Batman mask. Spoiler alert. Oh, it's no. coming. Oh, can't wait. And uh, real quick shout out if you are a uh, Eagles fan like myself, oh. me and the uh, diehard Eagles guys are going to the uh, Arizona Cardinals game out there. Really? Yes. All of them. All three of you are going to be there. Yes. Wow. Justin, Rob, oh. the whole team. Uh, like a fucking like once every twenty year solar eclipse. Uh, we're going to be going to the uh, fans of Philly tailgate again. Highly recommend. Uh, Hooking up with fans of Philly. You must have left. Uh, I didn't. My invite got lost in the mail, man. Yeah, we're not yeah. inviting you. Uh, <laughs> fans of Philly.com, P H A N S of Philly.com. They run a bunch of great trips. If you ever want to do like an Eagles road trip, especially to a game like Arizona, where it, the Eagles are going to be taking over the stadium, highly recommend them. Fans of Philly.com for uh, any sort of Eagles road trip. It is a great experience. They're also partnered up. With WinBet and uh, Arizona, obviously a WinBet state, bet twenty five dollars, get fifty when you use their promo code X Fans of Philly, 
and that's fans with a P-H-A-N-S uh, Philly. Fansaffilly.com. That's fat. Pretty hot and tempting, Ryan. P H A T. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. And obviously, hit me up if you're going to the fans of Philly oh, poor uh, tailgate. Sean. He's gonna have to watch Kyler scamper around the field. <laughs> uh all right. Just promoting other websites now. That's cool. Washington heads to Dallas. Dallas <laughs> coming off Monday night football. Laying three here, minus one sixty five on the money line. Washington plus one thirty five. Forty one is the total. I don't really know what to make to make of this team because on one hand, I didn't see Cooper Rush do anything uh, spectacular other than throw the ball quickly. He has no zip on his ball, uh, but uh, the Washington team sucks too. Oh man, I I really don't know what to think about this. I I don't believe Dallas is all that good, but they they were a, fucking Humpty Dumpty, but was able to scheme up a way to to keep Cooper Rush <laughs> upright. Cooper Rush is now three and zero in his NFL career. I know the the only thing that's enjoyable about watching the Cowboys win is the looming QB controversy that's brewing in Dallas, and and you know Jerry has an affinity for gingers. I mean that was why uh, you know that's why, why is Jerry, Jason Garrett on TV? Oh that's, my god, he's so bad. My I I was watching. You uh, can tell they set up bits for him, and he still fucks <laughs> it up. My wife was hanging out watching the Sunday night game, and I go watch this segment. It is the worst piece of television I've ever seen. And it's, you know, like, yeah, you, you feel bad for them to a certain degree. It's like, they're just, I mean, Jason Garrett completely sucks, but the, um, you know, the other two, maybe they could figure it out if they had some sort of chemistry that didn't involve uh, Jason Garrett. How do we, how do we talk ourselves into commanders plus three, Ryan? Because this should be like five. I mean, aren't they just going to destroy? Uh, Did I mean, you watch the pass rush last week? The Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. And and Carson Wentz just holds on to the ball too long. Please, someone in the uh, YouTube chat, tell us why we should pick the commanders. I mean, besides fuck Dallas, we have that great new uh Brandon Jacobs uh sound drop. Yeah, I, I can probably play that. But yeah, fuck the Cowboys. I the at a minimum, shouldn't we be getting three and a half here? Here's what I'll say, Ryan. Here's here, here's how I'm talking myself into it. The 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 Cowboys still need to win via establishing the run, right? Like I, I think that was a part of the reason they succeeded against the Giants. Again, part of the reason I think Khalil Herbert has a good game. The the Commanders' run defense is actually the strength of their team. I don't think Dallas is going to be able to take deep shots down the field and uh, convert them like the Eagles were against the Commanders. So All give right. me Washington let, plus three. Let me throw a hail mary here. Okay, right. I, I haven't been keeping everyone up to date, but. Uh, the chalk, seventy percent or more. Minnesota, Detroit, Dallas, Kansas City, and the Rams. Those are the five teams this week. So that would be the angle. Everyone's betting Dallas. There you go. Why is it not three and a half? Fuck the Cowboys. Let's go. Fuck. Uh, this. Uh, see, I told you, Sean. We're swimming through shit to find value this week because <laughs> some of these games don't need to be on God's. I got Cleveland coming off Thursday night football, huge win. Brissett looking like a real quarterback, two and one, maybe even better than Deshaun Watson. Please let us have that happen. <laughs> Cleveland's laying two here on the road in Atlanta. The hot, the the dirty, dirty. Who knows what kind of uh, down low activities Deshaun Watson would have been getting into had he been uh, on we'll the road trip here. When to come. Minus, we never got a follow up too on that massage conference that was going on in <laughs> yeah. Cleveland. If there's any damage, was done he by. hosting it? Was uh, Deshaun Watson? I still love that they. Um, the team released a statement saying that if um, Deshaun Watson gets massages, 
They have to be from team approved masseuses. And then someone followed up with the question of uh, what gender the masseuse would be, and they would not reveal that. <laughs> Isn't that the problem? The Texans were paying for his his massages down in Texas. Uh, so, all right, Cleveland is laying two on the road. This feels a lot like the Carolina spot week one, right? Like you have a questionable spot on the road. I, I understand yeah. Atlanta is just dog shit stopping the run. And there's a, a huge disadvantage here in the Browns. Well, favor. And someone pointed out Ryan that the Falcons, I think we said the, uh, I forget who the other perfect team was ATS, but the Falcons are also perfect three and O ATS. I have all of, Oh yeah. Oh, are they? Yeah. Why, why do I not have them down here? I'll double check that uh, Atlanta to your point. Uh, also not good at rushing the pass or 27th in pass rush. And, and you know, Brissett does seem like a guy, if you give him some time, he is going to get things done. Um, on the other side, Browns are super banged up. You, everyone saw the that Miles Garrett car accident, crazy. Apparently, he's like overall okay, but he's going to miss the game, uh, which Anth- matters. Yeah, which is huge. Um, Anthony Walker, one of their linebackers, is done for the year, and it looks like uh, Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. Nice job is also going to be out. Um, I haven't seen the latest on him, but I think not having those linebackers will create some opportunities for a guy like Cordell Patterson, or maybe our boy, Kyle Pitts finally gets his shit together. And, and you mean starts- offensive player of the week, Cordell Patterson. <laughs> I tweeted he it out is, earlier. He is a dog all best ball season. I told you we're going to regret passing on Cordell Patterson over and over and over again. Yeah, no, uh, I, I got cute. I just thought oh, there's no, you know, they're going to rework the offense. Maybe they're going to use him as a receiver. And not just keep pounding the rock with him as a running back, but it seems like that's what they're doing. So, and so we we mentioned the injury report. We mentioned the the only way that uh, Cleveland wins this game is if they can just hand the ball off and take and, care. And of And I think they could. Um, that's certainly what's scary. And Mariota again, when he just completely dropped that ball and and tried to give the game away to the Seahawks, four point nine five percent turnover worthy play. Compared to Brissett, who is you give him time, he's gonna play clean, two point seven three. He's not gonna look amazing, but he's gonna get the job done. I it's scary to take the Browns as a road favorite, Ryan, but as you pointed out, this does feel like that Carolina game where my instinct would be to take the home dog, but I actually think now that they got Conklin back, their offensive line, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Uh, Amari Cooper is showing signs of life. I think they're going to be able to move the ball in Atlanta. I think Atlanta will be able to move the ball on them too. I think this is a fun game. It'll be a close game and I'll take the point. Like my initial point of making that handicap was like, I, I I do feel like I, like the Falcons will be on the right side of that where Matt rule and Baker Mayfield weren't maybe I just like Atlanta's offense better. Atlanta has a legit good offense. I mean, like the numbers are proving it out. They're a top, they're a top 10 offense. Uh, yeah. So uh, give me the points. You keep. I mean, three and L ATS, Sean. Why no. change a good thing? Well, because I I wish I could pull the numbers, but teams that I feel like are perfect three and O ATS going into week four. Like, what is their what is their record overall? Because I think I'm gonna hit up our uh, hit up our buddies on Elias and see if they can uh, get us that number because that's that would be certainly super interesting to me as far as like it, it just. It, you know these these guys are smart who are setting these lines, right? Are they? Yeah, you've talked to the guys over win, but 
sharp, sharp, sharp gentlemen. Speaking of Elias, have you downloaded the Elias game plan app? If not, you're certainly, certainly missing out tons of great insight, tons of great nuggets when it comes to fantasy and betting. Um, what do I got here? So many, so many good nuggets. I'm scrolling. Um, all right, here we go. The Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys are only three and five straight up and three and five against the spread at home since week nine of last season, AKA not getting it done. I'm going to ignore all these negative uh, stats and nuggets about the commanders. But again, that's, what's cool about Elias. Um, they, they, they build different scenarios. They give you information to back it up. Great for NFL betting, great for NFL fantasy. And if you use our promo code SGPN 15, you get 15% off your annual subscription. That's right. Download the Elias game plan app. Use our promo code SGPN 15 and get 15% off your annual subscription. The Elias game plan app. Last but not least, Fubo TV. You want college football? You want pro football? You want the red zone? Uh, I mean, on it. Let's let's get real. Like, it, just get rid of cable. All, all I need as a man is just the NFL red zone. I'm good to go. Uh, Fubo has more than that, though. They got hundreds of channels of live sports and entertainment. I mean, to me, that live sports is my entertainment. But uh, if you watch non-live uh, sports shows, you can also watch those. Cloud-based DVR, no contract, no commitment. You know, keep Fubo around. If you don't like it, cancel it. But you're gonna like it. FuboTV.com/sgp. 15% off your first month. FuboTV.com slash SGP. Last thing I'll leave you with the Cleveland Falcons game. It, it, it's a, it's a sand, road sandwich, non-conference spot with the chargers on deck. I know the chargers aren't as sexy as they were before and shout out to the win. Uh, this is, this is one of their kind of sharp angle games. The, the money pretty split or the, the, the tickets pretty split down the middle, but Atlanta's catching 90% of the bets or the, the handle. So what does that tell you? Tickets split, all the money on Atlanta, the line's not moving. <laughs> Next up, Arizona. We only got three late games, and one of them is Arizona heading to Carolina. Oh, man. Where the Panthers are favored, minus one and a half, <laughs> minus one twenty. Arizona plus one hundred. Forty two is the total. I don't know. I'm just a sucker for punishment with this fucking Arizona team. I'm going back to the well. I can't bet on Carolina. I, I've no. We bet on Carolina last week. That was the week to bet bet on. Them. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying I can't oh, bet can't, on Carolina yeah, yeah. this week as a fate. Again, there's some teams you just can't. Like last week was a good spot. We told you it was a great spot. I locked it up. And this week it's like cool. Uh, Matt Rule. I'm hearing. We've we've heard rumbling. Sources close to the situation, yeah. Sean. I, I picked up this nugget uh, on the drive in. Sounds like Matt Rule could be fired midseason. Sounds like Matt Ryan could be fired if he loses this game. Matt Ryan? Sorry. <laughs> Freudian slip. Matt, Matt Ryan Rule. should be <laughs> Matt Ryan should be fired as well. Um I know the odds have been shuffling around, but it does seem like there is real smoke around the Matt Rule. Like this could be the end of the road for Matt Rule. If they get embarrassed by Cliff Kingsbury, a coach who also <laughs> is close to getting fired. I got to imagine the owners. Matt Rule again. This nugget just sums up the entire Matt Rule, uh, and you know, error on me. I th I thought Matt Rule was gonna work out in the pro level. Like he checked a lot of boxes. Who knew him and Joe Judge both would suck ass? <laughs> well, Joe Judge was a little more obvious. Just but saying that, that was that was the Giants, like one A, one B. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, we missed out on Matt Rule. <laughs> I mean, I w I was kind of bummed. I'm like, oh, you got to get Matt Rule because he he went to multiple college programs and turned them around. That's usually a good sign. 
but uh, some guys just don't have it for the professional, uh, the National Football League. Matt Rule, one in twenty-five when allowing seventeen points or more. That is insane. Kyler's not losing to Baker Mayfield. There's history there. With there that. is. There. Cardinals are. Remember how good the Cardinals were against the spread on the road last year. I mean, remember when the Cardinals won eight in a row. I just um, refuse. They to were believe eight one against the spread on the road last season. I refuse to believe the Cardinals suck this. The, bad. the problem is, in Chad to the Panthers fans who. Um, <laughs> Who knew this was something anyone tracked? Yeah, the Panthers are Panthers fans reached out and they're like, "Listen, I know you're gonna want to." Or no, I forget it was Cardinals fans. Yeah, Cardinals fans are like, oh. "Listen, I know you're gonna want to take uh, Cliff Kitchens on the road." I've, I forgot about that nickname, uh, Cliff Kitchens. But <laughs> Freddie man, Kitchens, R.I.P. Panthers, they own us. Arizona, zero and six, uh, straight up in their last six games against Carolina. Zero and five against the spread in their last five games when playing on the road against Carolina. <laughs> um, Christian McCaffrey though not practicing because of a thigh injury. Ryan, I don't think it's serious, but I hate that it popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, late late pop up on the thigh injury is a horrific sign. Uh, Arizona's getting Rondale Moore back. That could be enough. This is another is that for sure. Oh, I I I kind of thought it was a uh, foregone I, conclusion. I know I threw him out of DFS. I'm tracking it. It sounds like he got a limited practice on Wednesday, which is great news. Um, this is this is a a nugget that sums up the entire Panthers team, or at least their offense. Their defense has been playing good. Um, Lavisca Chenault is second on the team in receiving yards with 90. He wasn't active in week <laughs> one or two and only has two targets. That's insane. I. I don't know what to think. Ben McAdoo clearly not a good offensive coordinator yeah. anymore. Uh, but I, I Panthers are only allowing 183 passing yards per game. To me, the the way this get the you know the way they get this win is fucking Kyler has to start running the ball, and that was that was one of the reasons I was kind of down on them preseason. I think I gave them the division by default. Again, was just totally out on the NFC West in general, but. I was like, now that he's you know got this big deal. Is he going to run a bunch? We just haven't seen it, and that's when he's good when he does that schoolyard bullshit that he did against the Raiders. Will he do that, Ryan? I think you're right. I think he's desperate. Uh, check the Call of Duty schedule. I don't think there's anything going on this weekend. Okay. I think it's October 28th. Uh, funny enough, the the Halloween weekend that we will be out in Texas. Uh, oh yeah, hanging out with the 12th man there. Uh, the injury report is a concern. We've kind of we've used it as a justification to fade some other teams. They do have quite a long list. I, I would I would say uh, I think some of it is kind of veteran stuff. Uh, like Hollywood Brown didn't practice. Zach Ertz didn't practice. That's not injury related. I, I am a little wor- uh, James Connor being banged up doesn't concern me too much because they have some decent backups. It, it's really the line injuries. Um, and yeah, is Rondell Moore coming back? Because I think it, you know that gives them one additional weapon. Uh, unfortunately, there's no world where I'm going to see a Matt Rule Baker Mayfield laying points. I mean, again, Sean, this may never happen again. This is like seeing a fucking asteroid uh, or a, or NASA <laughs> crashing into an asteroid. We may never see Matt Rule favored in another game. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, uh, <laughs> although Cliff Kitchens on the road, but also- again. But they they randomly were good on the road. To my point, how bad is this slate of just like we're just swimming through shit? You're right, Ryan. Maybe we shouldn't watch the game. <laughs> nah. No, I, I'm, go, I'm going Arizona. Broncos head to Las Vegas. I'm also in Arizona. 
where the Raiders are laying three minus two or minus one forty five on the money line. Broncos plus one twenty forty five and a half is the total. Ugh. I Vegas is one of those winless teams. We didn't mention with Houston. I think they're the only. Uh, oh yeah, you're winless with, with Houston. Raiders are the only zero and three team. They're zero and three straight up. Zero and three against the spread. Russ and this offense have looked bad. Nathaniel Hackett. Why do, why is, do we have to pick one of these teams? Is screaming up the board <laughs> for first coach to be fired. I mean, so let's look at this. What do we do sometimes when two bad teams are playing each other? What's the best unit on the field? Broncos defense. True. Broncos are coming off a barely win on the road at home. Y- now they're to, leaving. Yet the top sixteen points, Denver. Meanwhile, I I still like the pieces that the Raiders have. I, still I thought like the Raiders the idea. played a decent game against Tennessee. I don't know. Maybe they I'm came crazy. back. They showed some scrap. Uh, Matt Collins is stepping in nicely for Hunter Renfro. They still are, are you talking Adam. about the leading receiver for the for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders? Matt Collins, fourteen receptions for two hundred forty yards. What were the odds be that Matt, that Matt Collins would have been the leading receiver? This is a good nugget. What scares the shit out of me is the coaching matchup here because I think they're both. Pretty bad right near right now. McDaniel's he is the third full time Raiders head coach to go zero and three to begin their tenure with the organization. We got to get our shit going mentally. John Gruden, <laughs> uh, twenty eighteen zero and three. Archell zero and five, and uh, McDaniel's now five and twenty straight up in his last twenty five games. Ryan, to your point, maybe we don't see this. Uh, maybe we don't see McDaniel's. Uh, he already he had a closed door meeting with ownership. Could you imagine that that pumpkin-headed uh, looking guy? Uh, what are they meeting about? Uh, how sucky the team is. One and eleven against the spread in their last twelve games is a favorite, but six and zero straight up and against the spread in their last six at home versus Denver. It it does seem like this Raiders team shows up at home against the Broncos. I almost want to pull it up because I I can't imagine we were very high on this team early in the season. I can't imagine we were we were thinking they were going to start off on fire. So no. in some ways, are, are they really that off schedule? Uh, to you me, you had them going one and three in the first quadrant. We I won't tell you what I had because I was high on them. Uh, <laughs> they're definitely off schedule. I think this I is their. I think this could be their one win. But this was one of the wins we had because we yeah. we, we were always going to take Denver coming off a home game, a home prime time game. Yep, heading it, to feel, Vegas. it does feel like a good. Time to spot him. Last last season, the Raiders failed to cover the spread in three consecutive games, three different times. None of those streaks made it to a fourth game. Again, I don't think they're the same team since they got rid of Rich Bisaccia. He was the glue, not Derek Carr, that kept that Ugh. team together. You're crazy. The, You're crazy to get rid of Rich Bisaccia. That Rick being Bisaccia said, was the glue. Derek Carr is the goo. I'm not taking Nathaniel Hackett on the road. No. I mean that that game against the 49ers, man, they look. They did not look good yet. You know, they've looked plus. They have two of the ugliest wins so far this season. If there's one thing I know after spending a week in Las Vegas, it's tough to be unlimited in that city. <laughs> Russ is good. I mean, what does Russ do in Vegas? What do you think he does? Mm. Uh, eat, that, the spa, eat that sandwich. Eats ass. <laughs> To, oh, no, to quote Patty is, C. That is a disgusting <laughs> ass. Patty C told me. I'm just I'm just quoting him. New England. The Patriot. I'm also on the Charger or uh, the Oakland Raiders of Las Vegas, New England. We got to get our shit going mentally. Heads to Green Bay, where the Packers are laying ten minus one minus four ninety on the money line, three sixty five for the Patriots. Forty is the total. 
Brian Hoyer. It sounds like uh, I know they're like the, there's some hilarious Belichick just saying day by day, but it sounds like Mac Jones going to be out for an extended period of time. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like Brian Hoyer is going to be the guy. So starting there is that what's the downgrade? What is the spread if it's Mac Jones? Seven and a half? No, uh, probably Eight? seven. Probably six. six. We, is Mac Jones really that good? Uh, certainly not this season. He he looked. I can't tell if it's the offense or him personally uh, that was better last year. Certainly offense. I mean, he made some nice throws. In Having his Josh year. McDaniels probably made that offense a little bit better. Again, McDaniels, and we're already seeing it early on here. He does seem like that guy who is you know the perfect coordinator, but not a head coach. Uh, Boston Capper pointing out Brian Hoyer, 0 and 11 in his last 11 starts. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. Capper, you're not laying the 10 here, surely. No. And, and actually, I think this is this is the classic Bill Belichick's pissed off. They're going to completely ugly <laughs> up the look, game. He did look pissed. And, and I don't know if this Packers team has the receivers to completely blow out a team. Like, how are they going to win the game, Ryan? They win the game by running their offense through those two running backs. I think. You well, know, you, like Romeo Dobbs is is maybe their best. Uh, is it weapon. Dobbs now? I liked it when it was Dobbs better. <laughs> I mean, I'm good with Dobbs. Uh, I love Capper and his hatred for Bill Belichick. Can you imagine if if someone won you six Super Bowls and you just turn on them? No respect for the family. No fucking. Um, the Packers are averaging 16 points per game this season. Uh, you know, I, like yes, Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. He was always going to get up for this game, but this is also a look ahead spot. For the Packers to Giants, Jolly yeah. Old, no, to uh, yeah, to the to, Giants, to London you and the Giants. You're right. Aaron Rodgers looking ahead to Dan Jones. Uh, Capper saying we won't score ten points. I don't think they'll need to. This could be a sixteen to seven game. Giving the Patriots ten <laughs> points. I mean, the Patriots as double digit dogs with a backup quarterback. This is what Bill Belichick still gets excited for. Here's my concern. Yeah, I don't think the Patriots have a great defense, so I do think like I do worry about New England's ability to score. And I that think, is true. I think the way this, but gets I don't know done, that I don't know that Pack, eh, the Packers' defense was all right. The way this gets done is through the back door. Yeah, but the other way this gets done is thirty-eight to ten, like AJ Dillon two touchdowns, Aaron Jones two touchdowns. It just feels like they could they could establish. Uh, establish the the line of scrimmage on both sides, and and you know Brian Hoyer is Brian Hoyer. I was shocked when 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 we when we were looking this up or, uh, in the preseason stuff. When I saw Brian Hoyer still the backup there, I think I said something along the lines of like, "Holy shit, how long has Brian Hoyer been there?" That this is not appealing. Uh, he's no he's no uh, Cooper Rush, that's for sure. I'm gonna lay the points here, Sean. Mm. I, I All right. my uh, instincts are to take. But I, I, I do. just worry this you think so you think the Packers can light them up. I I'm gonna stick with um I'm gonna stick with the Pats because they the, want the, to light them up. The they're, they're, England look ahead. All right, but I think they have <clears throat> that's why you light them up. That's why, you know, perhaps we, we don't typically put a late game in the first half parlay, but maybe I'll throw out a couple versions. You could talk me into teasing down the Packers though, down to four, and maybe that becomes a teaser leg. But I'll I'll stick with New England plus ten. All right, Sean. Couple more games to go. Sunday night, prime time. Kansas City heading to Tampa Bay. We think Capper keeps trying to bet me, eighteen-year-old Jameson. Uh, yeah, sure, but I, I'm not even that high on New England. Like, I'm not putting them on my card. It's not a lock. But yeah, I'll bet a bottle of Jameson. Last week I rolled out Carolina defense and all my high-stakes stuff DFS. This week, 
Sean. Yes. The defense is Green Bay. Okay. I I think there's a decent chance they make uh they they cause a mistake here. Uh back to the Sunday night game that is supposed to be in Tampa. We know where it will be rescheduled to if it needs to be rescheduled to and that's Minnesota, which that could be a hilarious situation. Well, I and, don't and, know how and to just ha- a reminder, usually if you bet and then they move the location of the game, almost all sports books void those bets. Have they and and do we have any uh, like updated news on is it definitely being moved? No, not not that I've seen. Um, I guess they're keeping an eye on it, but so uh, the spread is now Kansas City laying one and a half minus one twenty. Tampa plus one hundred forty five is the total. As Sean mentioned, the the bets will get voided if they change the time or location. I, another one I grabbed early because as we were discussing this Sunday night, I think it was like why why are why are the the Bucks catching two and a half? They were even catching three at one point. Yeah. Uh, I do think the hurricane stuff is real. It sounds like, you know, category five, it's going to fuck up Tampa. So there could be like, if I mean, you know, Tom Brady has been dealing with Giselle yeah. bunch of hurricanes, nothing. I mean, I'll tell a quick story. <laughs> I, you know, a couple of years back, um, Dick Olson decided to have a kid around uh, FFPC weekend. So we didn't do FFPC in we uh, in Vegas this year, I think it was 2017. I had just moved into a new house up where I live and we had one of the worst fire seasons ever. And so I'm down doing this draft, right? Just having a weekend. We we played some golf. We were gonna do our fantasy draft at night. All of a sudden, the fire starts. I'm getting calls from the old lady. What? Do I, and now I I'm sitting there trying to negotiate through the the war room. We're drafting a two thousand dollar team, and I gotta. All right, let me book you a hotel in Pasadena. If things get crazy, you can go out there. And so I could totally see that could be a, a massive distraction. But here's the problem. I think Tampa is. Like Tampa is still a work in progress. This is still Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. And frankly, you get Mike Evans back. Frankly, I, I don't, I don't, I think Patrick Mahomes is missing Tyreek Hill. I said it. Wow, I, right. I think Ty, hot take. I think, I think, he, I think the, I mean, I, the offense I, isn't quite the same again. This to me, and is, there's no way Tampa should be a dog here. This to me is kind of similar to the, the bills coming off a loss where you're, you're scared to fade a a good team coming off a loss, but Tampa Bay five and O ATS as an underdog Brady, 10 and one against the spread as a home underdog. This is the, my favorite nugget. Brady is 16 and one against the spread after a loss when he's a dog. So <laughs> that's crazy, oh, right? Not many uh, small sample size. Yeah. Cause he doesn't lose back-to-back games. Or if he does, he's certainly going to be favored in that following week. Mike Evans coming back against his chiefs defense, I think is a good, good opportunity for them. Uh, him coming back's huge too. Cause they're yeah. just not the same team without him. So uh, the, you know, the, I guess the counter is like the chiefs, they're going to be hungry for this game. Um, I do think Andy Reid is a better coach. So they have the coaching advantage. They're coming off a loss. They may be able to get some pressure on the bucks because of their offensive line issues. But yeah, I, I'm still going to ride with uh, TV here. Well, I like the bucks defense too. I, I, it's a good, it's a fun matchup. I, the only thing that worries me is Mahomes gets super up because this is like the I got to show out for daddy moment, right? But but again, it, it, like it's odd to me the Bucks are home dogs. It just see a little fishy. Yeah, why would they? I, I don't. It's to me, it's weird. They're Bucks minus no two and a half makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Playing get, for the city. We'll see. We'll see where this game moves or if it does move. You know, based on the you know the the hurricane is essentially past Tampa at this point, so we should have some news pretty okay. pretty shortly. And like you said, the NFL has already announced that it will move to Minnesota if they do need to move it. 
You know why they don't want to move it? Because the, the the weather on Sunday in Tampa looks beautiful. It's like sunny and clear. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Rams Monday Night Football. Sean McVay, Los Angeles Rams heading to play. You like that? Kyle Shanahan, like that. Jimmy G, and the San Francisco 49ers minus one and a half, minus one twenty on the money line. Rams plus one hundred forty two and a half is the total. Oh, Rams minus one and a half again, huh? They're really gonna do this. Doesn't McVay get who, owned who, by who, Shanahan? Who hates Kyle Shanahan more, uh, Sean McVay or Jimmy G? <laughs> Did you see that video of Jimmy G? Your plays suck. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't. I'm sure he didn't draw up for you to run out of the fucking end zone. Yeah, he probably doesn't even call it gravy, Ryan. Jimmy probably G. Not. No, he just calls it He's red pro- sauce. He, he has a soy-based gravy. I, I mean, this. You know, the the Rams' offensive line has been super suspect. We know Stafford and his uh, he just keeps throwing picks, man. Four touchdowns in the air, five interceptions. Didn't even look uh, didn't look great against the This should be three. The this Cardinals. Is stupid. We just saw a tough spot in Denver. Jimmy G first start. They didn't give him the playbook. Like what let's not forget. He had no preseason. They didn't give him yeah. the playbook. This first game starting. I'm on the I'm on the Niners here. My concern is Trent Williams, like that Trent Williams injury to me is massive, right? Yeah, four to I six mean, weeks. The the good news is they don't have the Rams don't have Von Miller anymore. They're also missing like their second through fourth uh, cornerbacks. The, if you if you're a yards per play guy, Rams are operating at a deficit. Uh, offense five point or no, sorry, they're they're right at zero. Offense five point three, defense five point three yards per play. 49ers offense five point one. Their defense three point nine, best in the league. To me, it's like Bosa against this against this Rams offensive line. They're gonna turn them over. Um, you Rams know, Kittle is Kittle. I think could have a game, but I'm worried they're gonna keep him in the block. You know, the Rams get a lot of credit for their defense, but if you if you start diving into the numbers, I get it. They played the Bills that skewed the numbers, blah blah blah. But they still play good run defense, so the matchup is still you know they could force Jimmy G to have to pass the ball. I just like it's Shanahan versus McVay. Let's not overthink it. We're not having to lay three. We're laying one and a half. And we're getting Jimmy G and this Niners team often just a bad spot. Just a bad spot. What do we say? Russ owns the Niners. Russ owns the Niners. It was in Denver. Elevation. Love the Niners here. Going back to the well. Let's go. Although I, I the Rams being teased up is interesting. <laughs> Although I feel like I've I've gotten fucked in the NFC West uh divisional game teaser before. All right. We did it. We did it. Time for the lock dog tease presented by Win Bet. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. Ryan, are you gonna I, I feel like we gotta keep putting you going first because of your lock record. Even though I'm looking to reset my lock mojo a little bit. Reset but, it, go first. There's no there's no such thing. No, uh, no, I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna mess with it. You you go first, Ryan. Are you sure? Final answer? Uh uh-huh. I, I I'm ready. I like I I'm I'm fully prepared to fire whenever you're ready. Well, I feel like we're gonna be on some similar locks here. Are um, are we avoiding Thursday night? I feel like we should just discuss that macro. I feel like it's been good avoiding Thursday night. Yeah, because it's Thursday night can get can get weird, Ryan, as we know. Um Yeah, you can go first, but I might be copying some of the locks because I We did that last week, didn't we? Oh, maybe we two co- weeks ago. Did we copy a lock last week? All right, let it rip. All right, keep the mojo alive. So let's start with Monday Night Football. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Are we overthinking this? The Rams 31 27 against the Falcons. The Rams lost 31 to 10 against the Bills, and the Rams played po- not that good against Arizona. I think the 49ers uh, have a game. San Francisco minus one and a half going back to the chalk on Monday night. Hopefully it pays off this time. Lock number two Titans plus three and a half. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I almost went double dog. And then uh, for, for my dog dog, we'll uh, you know, as much as I want to give you a hot take and say Jacksonville or Seattle, or one of these, I'm just going to keep it simple. Baltimore mm, gets it. it done. Two game losing streak. The only the only question I had was, do I lock up Baltimore uh, plus three? But I, I figured it'd be a better dog price for the teas. So much to to eat here. Teaser number one: Atlanta go to eight. That's fairly simple. We're gonna take Arizona to seven and a half because again, last time we'll ever get to do that with Matt Rule and Baker Mayfield. And then Tampa plus seven and a half feels about right. Oh yeah! Shout right. out to Stanford Wong. Yes. All right, my first lock. I mean, you got a you got a Tennessee plus three and a half. I mean, I, I understand I'm copying it, but um, yeah, it's just you know what? Or, or should I do? I'll do Baltimore plus three, and then make my dog Tennessee money line because I I really like that juicy money long money line price for yeah. fading fading Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan sucks. We know this. Yeah. Um, for my other dog, give me Pittsburgh minus three Woo! at home against the Jets. That's a lock, though. For sure. Yes. For the record, I know uh, Tomlin's a dog, but yeah, he is a dog. dog. Extra extra time against the Jets at home. I know you shouldn't take the Steelers as a favorite, but it's only minus three. No way they mess this up. All right, for my tease, I'm gonna put the Bears up to nine and a half. There's nothing wrong about teasing Justin Fields. What uh, could go wrong? Uh, uh. Arizona plus seven and a half. And then uh, last but not least, Teaser's kind of easy this week, right? Philly <laughs> minus a half. Barely getting through any uh, key key numbers there. Don't need it. I mean, I was thinking of locking up Philly. Do it. Do a pleaser. I probably will. That's a great <laughs> idea, Ron. Do they still offer those? Some places. Can you get yeah. Can you get down on those anywhere? <laughs> Shout out to to those who remember the pleasers. Uh, yeah. Sean Watson likes a pleaser. Fly Eagles, fly Ryan. <laughs> uh, should I? Should I move? You know what? I'm gonna move. Uh, should I move? Oh, I love this. Just moving like chess pieces around the board. Which, by the way, anal beads was uh, was made up by Elon Musk. Okay, Elon Musk that, that chess scandal. I, you, you're gonna laugh at me, but I've spent at least five hours of my life learning about this. I'm gonna move Eagles into lock position at minus six and a half, and I'm gonna oh, take. Oh, what? What? Okay. Well, now you're impacting the circuit card. All right. Then I'll, I'll keep there. it. I'll yeah. keep it. Well, you, you don't change locks midstream, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> I do like, I do like the Eagles this week. I'm going to be betting a ton on them. All right. Oh. Let's figure out the circuit card. So we both like Baltimore plus three. Your lock, San Francisco minus one and a half. Your other lock, Tennessee plus three and a half. I'm also on Tennessee. Um, Pittsburgh minus three is my other lock. And then, so what? We just need one. So we agree. I mean, to me, Bengals were very strong on. We didn't. I don't. 
I kind of don't uh, just out of principle. I've been trying to avoid locking that up for the folks that listen to the podcast on Friday. Yeah. And you know, I'm a, I'm a, a fan of everyone. Uh, we've, uh, so here are the games we agree on Cincy, Minnesota, uh, Houston, Washington. I don't like any of these no. Arizona, uh, Vegas, Arizona, Tampa, and so, San Francisco. So for me, can I tell you what, what would have been my next lock? Oh wait, I forgot. Oh no, we already have San Francisco in there. Yeah. My, my oh, so I'm sorry. My other the other thing I came very close to locking up is the Vegas Raiders. But then if it's not that, it's Arizona, bro. Yeah. Like what or do we is it fun to have something on the uh on the London game? No. All right. Arizona plus one and a half. Yeah. We're not worried about we are getting we are fading Matt Rule as a favorite. Yeah. All right, let's last see. time ever, right? Let's pour one out for Matt Rule, and hopefully he gets a job. I mean, we, like the college coaches are in need right now. So, what well, we we heard he was already fishing. And it was Paul reported, sorry, reported by Gol, by Colby Dan on the College Experience yeah. that Matt Rule has already had his agent explore co- collegiate <laughs> options for next year. So, uh, Baltimore plus three, San Francisco minus one and a half, Tennessee plus three and a half, Pittsburgh. Minus three and the Arizona Cardinals plus one and a half. Those are our circa million picks. And uh, thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. We will be back uh, tomorrow. Oh, yeah, right. Or no. Uh, what yeah, do you mean? Tomorrow. tomorrow yeah. Tomorrow with our <laughs> every day uh, with our NFL prop show. And then, of course, pregame and postgame show live on YouTube. Take call in. Uh, those are always fun at sports podcast.com slash discord. We can take your live audio calls. Uh, very fun for the pregame show and the postgame show live uh, postgame show. Usually about 30 minutes hour ish after the late game uh, closes out again, youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast, subscribe, get in the chat. Appreciate that. And uh, merch Mondays, jacking it up to a hundred dollar SGP store gift card. All you got to do is uh, leave a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Screenshot it. Open up your app, the SGPN app. Click contest, submit it. Again, shout out to D. Bettis and his uh, son, D. Bettis. Feel free to tweet in your son's uh, picks for this week. Love to love to follow a heater. See what the kid's up to. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling gambling podcast. heater. Gambling yes. heater. For the sports gambling podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Rest in peace, Coolio. Kramer, let it ride.